be the block, but I'm the light to keep the streets on. Know this true, the type that likes to keep them on the leash, though. I'm known to walk alone, but I'm alone for a reason. Sending me a drink ain't appeasing, believe me. Hey, good morning and welcome. We finally got it going. It wouldn't be a show that I'm involved in if we didn't have some sort of technical issue. Uh, Thank you for listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. I am your host. My name is Sharona. We interrupt this bit of a staycation for... um, for this podcast, uh, trying to get back into a little bit more of a groove here, uh, doing the podcast. I really enjoyed my time off. It was, um, it was beneficial, not just, you know, for, um, for me physically and emotionally, but you know, it, sometimes things get stale and you, um, you you want to try to do things a little bit differently and with new technology there's always new technology to learn but we're back and we're on more of a a regular schedule now we're going to do a quick podcast this morning no guests no no interviews today we're just going to chat just me and you chit chatting I've been promising you I had some some words for ESPN we're going to get to that in a minute but we're going to talk some gaming we're going to talk about since eight Season two is out. I'm about to finish up my second view of season two of Sense8. We'll talk about that a little bit. We haven't talked gaming in a while. We're going to talk about Tess Online and the Morrowind, quote, unquote, air quotes, expansion. Um, got some, some thoughts on that. And then we're going to finish up with a conversation that we started last week, the bad sex stories was interesting. I'm going to try to introduce a new segment where I talk about things that I've learned in my DMs. And um, so that conversation created some, uh, uh, quite a learning experience for me. We'll just leave it at that. But first, um, the Nashville Predators are Stanley Cup bound. What an amazing amazing season that they've had. And um, I hope that if P.K. Subin has allowed some walkout music. He will use that song that I chose for him that we just played in a little clip from Upgrade You by Beyonce. And, um, you know, they say that um, you end up where you're supposed to be and that um, all things happen for a reason. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that when when P.K. Subin was, was traded, from the Montreal Canadiens to the Nashville Predators, you know, that had to be, you know, a hard process for him to know that you're not wanted and um, all the things that happen with him and, um, you know, playing for, for that team. And, you know, I don't know why we seem to hate fun so much, but, you know, he's out there, he's having fun. The, the Habs haven't made the cup since 1993. Nashville is now making, their first Stanley Cup playoffs. So, hey, you know, upgrade you. And uh, he certainly did get an upgrade, and Nashville got its own upgrade. And you know, they do seem like a team of destiny. Uh, we'll have to talk a little bit more about the Predators. We're only going to do about 30 minutes today, so we don't really have time to delve into it too much. But it has been an amazing season. I, You know, when uh, we haven't talked much hockey lately, and I am not on social media nearly as much as as I have been in the past, and that's a topic we're going to address 
soon because uh, I think that that's, you know, something that's important. Um, We live, there's so many toxic people in the world um and so you can you can't isolate yourself although you can certainly take measures to make um those people much less more much less accessible to you and and what have you and you can do it in your online world um which kind of is a great way to segue into the first discussion that we're going to have ESPN and media and all of that the online world the internet has been you know, amazing in so many different ways, and it's enabled a lot of really good things. And you know, now we're more connected than ever. But it also is, I think, responsible for a lot of societal woes right now. And um, ESPN is falling trapped to ESPN and uh, Sports Illustrated, and a lot of big. You know, we saw this in the election. We talked about it during the elections. Uh, with you know the media has abdicated its responsibility to educate and teach and and it's abandoned it in favor of hot takes and um, you know solicity and all the you know the sensationalism the TMZ of the media has been is depressing to watch and I I know that TMZ has its place and and all of that but that doesn't mean that everyone else had to follow Uh, but unfortunately they're following and it's become very hot takey and I think that while the internet has done so many good things for us it's also created and the 24-7 news cycle has created an environment where um, you know, it takes a village, and, and I know a lot of it is is an attempt to, um, you know, to connect. I, I guess is the proper word to connect with millennials and and younger generation who seem to gravitate toward the hot takey kind of stuff. But it takes a village, you know, to to raise a generation, and unfortunately. The village idiots are now running things, and it's not good. It it, it isn't good for anyone. Um, but that's where we are, and that's unfortunately the the climate we seem to be living in. Um, you know, ESPN and, and Sports Illustrated and. Bleacher Report, to to some extent, you know, I I sit back and I'm more of a lurker now than I ever have been. And we have talked about that a little bit. But, you know, it's interesting to watch um, how thirsty, to borrow a modern term, how thirsty they are for, um, you know, for clicks. And uh, I don't know why millennials are so interested in and hot takey sensationalism stuff. And and they certainly aren't the only ones, but, you know, well, maybe we'll delve into that. But ESPN, I've been wanting to talk about ESPN. I wasn't sure how I was going to approach this because there are many different ways I could take to approach the ESPN discussion. And we probably won't finish up with it today. We'll maybe start that discussion today and, um, carry carry on because there's so much that I want to talk about, but ESPN and I wasn't aware because 
I don't think that ESPN wants my business. And after what Outside the Lines did, they're not going to get my business. Um, but I don't know. I didn't know that that Outside the Lines had um, chosen in its infinite wisdom to go after a domestic violence victim. But they did. And fortunately, Lindsay Gids from Think Progress um, informed me on that. I had somehow missed it. And it is the woman who I had a relationship with a NASCAR driver, and Kurt Busch, and um, the seediness with which <laughs> high TMZ, they kind of led the charge there. You know, that didn't mean that ESPN had to participate, but um, when you're a big media company with shit for brains, you, they let you do that. And But I'm here to move on you like a bitch, ESPN, and let you know that what you did was wrong, what you did was disgusting, and what you did means that you'll never, ever, ever get my business again because it was unnecessary. It was uncalled for. It didn't need to be done. I don't even know why you thought you had to do that, but you did. Um, and for that reason, you lost any lingering desire that I had to ever, ever they spend any of my resources to purchase your product. I'm not going to do it. Um, it I don't. I don't even know what thought. Pro- is there anyone left at ESPN step up and say, you know, maybe this isn't such a good idea? And I know this was done before they had all the layoffs. And you know, who who vetted this? Who was involved in the decision making process? I don't. I, I I don't know. Um, I don't know. But uh it, it it's interesting that you know that ESPN chose to to do that and um pretty much lost every bit of respect that I ever had for them. So um you know, it maybe they want to let maybe someone who was involved in that wants to let me know what value there is in going after a woman just because she accused a high-profile athlete. And I use the word loosely when I'm talking about a NASCAR driver. You know, I know that um, there's certainly some some skill there. I think probably more um, insanity than anything, but nevertheless, um, what – did she do other than you know talk about their relationship to bring this on you know uh, it it's you you're, you're kind of used to it you know someone who's suffered her own backlash on social media and for which the desire to be there has has become less and less and less you know the we talked about toxicity a little bit earlier, you know, there's something about the internet and the online world that emboldens people to be um, even, you know, and I've fall, I've talked about this before. I've fallen into that trap. I hopefully have done a lot better, um, you know, early on in, when, when social media and Twitter was new, you know, there is a hive mind. It reminds me very much of high school. There's a hive mind associated with it. And 
you see people behave much like they did in in high school and even college, you know, with um, joining in on your peers and and doing, you know, what one person does and the other person does. And it's kind of a, they say that the NFL is a copycat league. It seems like everything is, is kind of like that now. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit when we get to the test stuff, the online. I'm fairly new to massive multiplayer online games. And so playing tests online has been very eye-opening for me. And I've I've learned a lot, but I digress. We'll get to that in a minute. But it does embolden people, and people do tend to fall into that trap of, you know, what one person does. And you you get these little thug games on on social media that go after people whose opinion they don't agree with or, or whatever. And it's sad, you know, it's sad to see what we have become that way. Um, but back to ESPN and you know, I don't know what value ESPN thought that this had, uh, but it was, in my opinion, certainly a very bad decision. And I would love to know, the thought process that went into it, um, that that went into the decision making to 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 do this, but um, at this point, we don't have any information about that. And you know, if you want to come on the podcast and talk about it, I'm certainly willing. I hope that I'm open minded enough to have that conversation with you because I want to know why. It's bad enough when fans and other idiots come after you on social media. Why the media feels like it has to do it, I don't know. Um, I thought you were better than that, ESPN, but you're not. You're, you know, you're not. And so that's, you know, pretty much all I have to say about that this morning. Uh, We're going to take a really quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Sensei, we'll talk about gaming, and then we're going to follow up um, with our discussion on bad sex stories and talk about the um, the things that I've learned in my DMs lately. So stay tuned in. You are listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. for listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. I am your host. My name is Sharona. 
bit of a technical issue to start the show this morning. Apologies for that. And uh, don't think we did a very good job with that um, interlude, interlude music, although I enjoyed listening to it. I think we um, we uploaded the wrong version. Gaming is um, is such a big part of, of my world, and it has always been. Like when I was in college, um, I didn't have the opportunity. I was working three jobs and like taking 18 hours and doing all of this you know, stuff, so I didn't really have an opportunity. But gaming's always been kind of a big my, my of my life. But I'm really, like I said earlier, I'm really new to the online gaming world, to, to online gaming. And it's, it's I'm going to reveal how incredibly dumb I, I, I am about it all, but that's okay. Uh, you guys don't care, and I know you'd lo- you love me anyway. So I play this online game called Test Online. The test series has always been a favorite of mine, and uh, I talk about Morrowind a lot on this on this podcast because it was really the first game, and I played. I still have my original Nintendo, and I I didn't do the Commodore or any of the Sega, any of that. I had an original Nintendo, and then from there I just had to take a break, and I jumped to <clears throat> excuse me, I jumped to the original Xbox, and Certainly not the first game, but one of the first games that I became addicted to was Morrowind. And it was um, the third game in the test series and the first one that was available on console. And so, um, and I have a very, very, very strong attachment to it because at the time it was such, it was buggy as shit and you really had to massage it in order to to even get through the game. It was huge, and it was incredible at the time, and it still is. I still play it occasionally. But um, so I played, so I'm playing Tess Online, and and I'm not the most technologically gifted person in the world. I do the best I can, and I try. And um, By the way, we're, we are on Podbean now. I finally figured out Podbean, and we're on Podbean, and I, I need to try and remember to post those links so that you can listen there because I know people like it. So one of the the things that I've just recently – I've been playing um, Tess Online for pretty good while now. I have to go back and look that up. Over a year for sure, maybe close to two years now. I'm not sure. Over a year for sure. And I have just now, like in the last couple of months, figured out the chat thing that you can <clears> – <throat> when I first started playing, it automatically sets you up with, with the chat, his own chats. And at first, for the longest, I wasn't in a guild, and I'm in some guilds now, which, which is really cool. But at first, you know, when it's really a shock. It, it was definitely a shock to me. And so when – when I first started playing, and, and you know you you get thrown into this world, thrust into this world, and and your speakers are on, and there's all these people talking and yelling and and all of this, and as someone with PTSD, fortunately a lot better now, but someone with PTSD, I had to turn it off. It was too much for me at first. I just I couldn't deal with it, and and I didn't fool with it for the longest because, you know, I was mostly playing it 
first I was mostly playing solo and, and whatever. So anyway, they, to make a long story short, joining a guild and, you know, wanting to to start playing with other people and, and do right now, mostly what I've been doing is player versus environment, not player versus player. I started doing player versus player a little while ago, not too long ago. And you really do need chat with that. And so I'm like, I really kind of need to figure this out. And so I figured, finally figured out that you can set it to where you can just, you can see, you know, people, the text chat, which does make it a lot better. And I'm going to try and learn how to uh, modulate some things. And I know that you can mute um, certain players and I have my profanity filter off because I don't, you know, I don't, you can cuss. I don't care. Lord, we cuss on this show. You guys know that I've got a potty mouth. I don't care so much about profanity, but there are just times when I can't handle that much noise. You know, too much noise really does kind of tend to uh, make, you know, it, it, messes with with my PTSD and so I have to be careful there so I finally figured this out and I've been doing I've been into the the text chat lately and that's kind of cool so you you learn something new every day and for a while now we've been hearing you know that the moral win you know we talked a little bit about this quote-unquote expansion it was going to be in and I was like yes you know and I knew when they started that expansion talk and, and talking about how it was really kind of a different game and whatever, I knew that this was all going to be all about pricing. And sure enough, I was um, at the store one day this week, and I, I happened to just, you know, peek at pricing and stuff. It was like the there's one package that's like 80 bucks. And I was like, holy cow, see, that's a ripoff, blah, blah, blah. But I think that... That included everything, and I've got um, the all the other content, so I don't need all I need is the more one. You can get that, I think, for like 40 bucks, which isn't really all that bad. I'd like to boycott on principle because I do think that these companies get greedy and um, you know, try to take advantage of, of their consumers. But I'm not going to kid myself, I'm probably going to buy it. You can't play it for another week or so now. Um, right now, I'm very anxiously awaiting to see if they're going to do something about the Dark Brotherhood launch. Um, the anniversary date of it is next week, and I am very interested to see if they're going to offer any deals or, or whatever. They should. A discount something, you know, maybe a deal on the armor. I don't know. But they need to do something about it. I'm very excited about Morrowind, and you can there. There's, um, I guess people are playing in beta now. You, you can see in the text chat that people are like share arena, and you, and I've seen a lot of chatter about the the new uh, player ca- class that you can play, the warden class. People talking about that. So, um, when it does launch, and and we get a taste of of what it's all about, we'll talk some more about it. But I'm very Anxious to see the the screenshots and the trailer. Everything looks amazing, so I'm excited about it, and um, I want to see what the, I want to see what they did with that iconic game because I really think that overall they've done a very good job with with Test Online and making it um, true to the 
you know, true to the gaming series and, and the lore and, and all of that. So I'm very, very, very anxious to see to see what um, what Morrowind does look like. So we'll take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Sense8, and we'll finish up with Bad Sex Stories, the stuff that I've learned in my DMs. So stay tuned in. You're listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. Welcome back. You're tuned in and listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. I am your host. My name is Sharona. As always, I thank you for tuning in. Uh, we started with the celebration of the uh, Stanley Cup bound Nashville Predators. We'll talk about that a lot more. There's um, game one is Monday, 7 p.m. in Pittsburgh. Maybe I'll make I don't know. We'll see. I finally got around to having my little, and I'm not done with you yet, ESPN. We got a lot more to talk about, but I got some things off my chest about ESPN and um, talked a little bit of gaming. And so now we're going to talk about Sense8 and finish up with Bad Sex Stories and some of the things that, at least one thing that I learned in my DMs, I maybe violate my promise to only go about 30 minutes. We'll see. I got a, I got on a little bit of a roll with, with the first couple of segments there. But, uh, you know, if you... Follow me on social media. If you follow me on Twitter at Sports by Sharona on Twitter, you know that I love Sense8. It is, uh, without question, it is one of my favorite. It's really the only show that I watch right now. It's a Netflix original. It is so good. And I was trying to figure out in preparation for this show, and I frankly didn't put a lot of preparation work into it because we are on vacation and um, this was a very kind of quick podcast that we wanted to do. But as I was rewatching season two last night and this morning, I was thinking about why do I love this show so much? And, the, and season two is interesting. I, I think that certain parts of it are a lot better than season one, although season one, I've watched season one, I said like 25 times to somebody, it's probably like more, I wish I knew if there was a way I could look up those kind of stats on Netflix so I could see exactly how many times I've watched the show, a bunch, it's it's like a bunch, I've only watched season two now, soon to be twice, and Season one really had, it had um, some moments where you connected so hard with some of these characters. And and I've also spent some time trying to figure out who's my favorite. Son is probably my favorite in the sense of I want to be her. She's kind of like a girl crush, I guess you'd say, because she's so badass and um, she's, she's so amazing. But 
you know, I also love Lido. I love Lido. I want to be friends with Nomi in real life. I want Nomi to be my friend. I love them all. It's so great. But season one really had those moments where you made a connection with these characters and you were like, oh, my God, that's me. Whereas season two, and I think the writing is better in season two, and season two has has taken the general themes that you saw in season one and really become more specific. In season two, they're taking on you know topics like politics and politics, being a politician versus being a leader, and a theme that I think is just so important. And I think that is responsible for a lot of the issues that we have in this world right now, and that is fear of otherness. Uh, that is a huge, I have a huge overwhelming theme in season two. This fear of otherness is is really what I think makes people, you know, do awful things to to other people, mock the disabled. We elected a president who openly mocked a disabled reporter and bragged about sexually assaulting women how did we get there I you know I'm still pondering that question Um, the answer is not a pretty one and I think that fear of otherness has a lot to do with it and you know we don't take the time or the effort to learn about others to to in order to have empathy and be sympathetic about someone else's plight, you have to take the time and effort to learn them, to learn about them. And I think there's a lack of desire to do that. We would rather sit back and live in our own little bubble and and judge from afar as opposed to trying to you're taking that step to learn someone else, to reach across to someone else and say, hey, I don't know anything about who you are, but I'd like to learn. I'd like to understand, so help me here. And I think if we all, you know, took that attitude, it would, you know, it would certainly help us all out a lot. But we don't take the time to do that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I do enjoy this show so much is because, it talks about these things and and it's doing so in a more specific way. So that you know, that's pretty great. And it it's it's really a show that um I think if if you'll watch it, it might help you learn a little bit about empathy and, and the process of empathizing with others and and all that. And I'm really, really looking forward to Cluster battles, more cluster battles. That's going to be fun. I'm, I'm so excited. So last week we we did this segment. It was just a spur of the moment thing. Bad sex stories. I posed the question: If you'd ever had sex so bad that it kind of like turned you off of it, and you're like, "Nah, I'm good. I don't need this." And it was interesting. It's got so many stories and even after we aired it and you know talked about it on the podcast last week I still got more stories and so I learned this is the first thing that I learned from my DMs and from all of all the and thank you everyone who responded and who reached out to me with with your stories I promised your privacy I'll always protect your privacy here we will never 
ever reveal anything that you don't want us to reveal here. But the one thing that I did learn from this exercise, so to speak, is that men are really more grateful for the sex than women are. And and, and I think it's because, I think we talked about this last week, I think it's because, you know, women... I said last week, I'm a grown-ass woman with a vibrator. I'm not going to put up with your bullshit. It's, I'm good, you know. And and it's certainly not, it's interesting because for women, and I don't profess to ever speak for all women, but from talking to my girlfriends and and all that, I know that there are uh, many ways to the finish line for many more ways to the finish line for women than there are for men. And I think that that has something to do with it. And um, so for, you know, women are more willing to make sure that they, you know, that their needs are, are addressed. You know, for men, even bad sex is, it's sex. And, so that was kind of interesting, and it was um, it was fun chatting with you guys about that. You know, we'll leave my DMs are open. We'll leave them. We'll leave my DMs open if you want to share any stories. I would love to hear them. Uh, it's it was a great conversation, and uh, I appreciate everybody reaching out to to talk to me about that. You know, um, you got to take pride in your work. Dudes, if you're not gonna, and there's nothing worse than a selfish motherfucker who's not gonna, who's who's gonna take care of his own needs and not gonna do anything for you. And so there you have my bad sex story in, in a nutshell. But um, it, it was it was fun. It was fun chatting with you guys. I was amazed at at the responses, at the number of people who weighed in. It was men and women both. And um, so it, it was it was pretty amazing. All right, so that's it for today. You've been listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. I'm your host. My name is Sharona. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you want to be a guest, if you want to uh, propose, suggest a topic for the podcast, hit me up, Sports by Sharona on on Twitter, sportsbysharona at gmail.com. You can email me. Let me know what you want to hear, what, what you think, what you want to talk about. And hey, if you ever want to call in and, and chat, the the call in number is six four six two hundred four one four nine. Would love to hear from you. Hopefully, we'll be back next week with another podcast. We'll see how things go. I <clears throat> hope that you have a great weekend. Happy Friday, by the way, and um, go Preds. <laughs>